Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. So, Philadelphia Eagles fans, what on earth do we want to talk about? Oh, that's not a question. We play a game in, well, a little over 24 hours as of this recording. The short week of all short weeks. Probably no better time, in my opinion, for it. Other people, you might even say otherwise because of the injury concerns. One that just came out, actually, that we're going to break down on this podcast. This is the Philly Pod Eagles versus Vikings Thursday night football preview Vic another year another week two matchup where we're hosting those purple Peter purple people eaters whatever you want to call them Minnesota what Vikings the Kirk not so primetime cousins although you know it's crazy man everybody talks about how he's so bad in primetime I just look somewhere he's got like an eight and eight record he's eight and ten in primetime eight and eight ten, and ten. In 18 prime game, in 18 primetime games uh with the Vikings he is Eight and ten. But yes, to your point, the injury, the injuries, the injury report just came out. The final one for the Philadelphia Eagles. Kenneth Gainwell, Reed Blankenship, and James Badbury have all been ruled out for this game. So Swift and Penny, I expect Penny to be active now as a proud uh, owner of a Rashad Penny two-touchdown ticket that I placed mm. yesterday just in case Kenny Gainwell was ruled out. Plus 10,000 odds, 10 to win 1,000 bucks. All the way down now to plus eleven hundred. So don't bet it at those odds. It's not worth it. But I am I'll a value seeker. Take his one touchdown score. Yeah, plus it's plus one fifty now. I got it at yeah. plus seven fifty. I threw twenty five bucks on plus seven fifty. So I hope he but gets maybe one. Maybe turn on I hope the he gets tweet two. notifications for uh, this guy if, yeah. if you guys don't have him on already. If you're a value hunter, if you're a value hunter like myself, <laughs> doesn't mean it's gonna hit. No, no. I mean, Rashad Penny could very well play five fucking snaps, and it, but but the value is there, and it gives you something gives you something good to root for. We are value hunters. I mean, we used to literally when we first started betting for the OGs. I mean, I remember when I first started betting, more so because I was finally of age. Legal when was age that? Two bet. years ago? 
or two days ago? Uh, I was longer than that. I used two to days ago? shoot. I think it was Jalen Regger's rookie year. I took his touchdown score for the first three or four weeks of the season. Remember, Boy, was remember, I disappointed. Remember when I was betting JJ every week? <laughs> Do you remember those that days? too, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that is it. But yes, guys, welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by thelibertyline.com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at the Philly Pod. Do the same for my co-host, Stephen Conrad Jr. Follow him on all social media platforms as well. If you are new to the show, thank you guys for checking it out. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else. And YouTube. You get your pie, also YouTube. Anywhere else. Liberty Line YouTube channel. You get your podcast. And do us a favor. Bombard us with these five-star ratings and reviews. The season's fired mm. up. We are in gear. Be sure to uh, leave us a couple reviews. Leave some five-star ratings. Get us up into those uh you can't say new and upcoming shows because we've been doing this for so long now but get us up in the uh in the uh exposure get our exposure up to new eyes and ears uh of eagles fans nfl fans and you know football fans uh like uh steven it's a quick turnaround we just did the recap and now fucking yeah. 36 hours later we're doing Short a preview for everybody before, before they get a, a mini bye week they, they don't play again all the way till next monday night where you We'll be in Tampa Bay with the Liberty Line ah, yeah. in Tampa Bay, partying it up. So that is all good to look forward to. So let's hope the Eagles can get through this game without any additional injuries, get some time to heal up. Uh, one guy who won't be back in time is linebacker Nicobe Dean, who's placed mm. on IR this week, which means he is missing at minimum the next four games. Who are the replacements going to be? Well, I wish I knew. <laughs> Zach Cunningham, who was terrible in week one, he'll be there. They called up Nicholas Moreau from the practice squad. They signed Rashawn Evans to the practice squad. If you're still a free agent in September, that tells me something. So can't get excited mm. about that. And Christian Ellis, who might be the lone bright spot right now at linebacker. It's not looking good, Steven. That safety on the back end, Reed Blankenship is out, which means we are getting some combination of Sidney Brown, Terrell Edmonds, and Justin Evans, who also got used and abused in week one. This is not good, Stephen. This is not good for the back end. Justin Jefferson's coming to town. Jordan Addison's coming to town. TJ Hawkinson is coming yeah. to town, who I believe you just did a lot of research on. Tell us why we should be terrified of the Vikings offense against this lackluster back end of the secondary right now. Well, Kirk Cousins, as much shade as we want to throw at him, is a far superior quarterback to Mac Jones. The Vikings skilled players, as Vic just listed off, are far superior, I would say. Yes, we would all agree. Then the New England Patriots skill players, wide receivers, uh, even tight ends, and you know, even running backs if you want to throw them in there too. Um, the middle of the field is going to be open yet again. Uh, and it's a little bit different this time because they have Minnesota has Justin Jefferson, who is probably the best wide receiver in the National Football League. Not here to debate or argue that. Uh, luckily, Darius Slay more than had his number and that week two matchup just a year ago held him to, I believe it was, I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but he completely shut him down. Uh, it would be completely unfair to expect him to replicate that performance. Uh, but even with that said, he's going to be occupying Justin Jefferson and well, the middle of the field is going to be open. Um, luckily though, luckily though, the Vikings do have some injury concerns uh, on the offensive line, uh, I believe their tackle. Yes, their tackle is it. It's either is Christian Darisol their right tackle or is it left tackle? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where he's lined up. I know their center Garrett Bradbury is out for the game. Christian Darisol and, he's also and Marcus not Davenport. Good, by the way, 
also not Garrett good. Christian Bradbury Darisol. is not a good center. He was ranked 20th in the NFL last year. Damn. By PFF. And, uh, PFF. By PFF. I don't know anybody in there. I just like their stats. I use them all the time. I put stock into it. You mentioned Darisol. Uh, Darisol and Marcus Davenport are both listed questionable with ankle injuries. So similar to last week when three of their five starters are down. Let's hope that the Eagles could get more than one sack. What did they have? Hmm. One, one and a half sacks last week? Let's well, hope they can get three of their defensive tackles. All well, three of the Eagles defensive tackles were top five in get off time in week one. Mm-hmm. Milton saw Williams, that stat, Fletcher Cox, and uh, Jalen Carter was number one. Mm-hmm. So they preach that be... get off in Philly. They preach that get off in Philly. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they <laughs> it's do. They do. They preach that get off. Uh, you said Justin Jefferson. He recently said uh, he was asked about yeah. this matchup. He said there's definitely some tension going into this matchup. We definitely have some things that we've got to get back at them on. Having the loss last year, not having those plays we wanted last year. There's definitely some tension going into the game uh i don't know who's sour about uh but you mentioned darius slay who he only allowed one reception for seven yards to justin jefferson on five targets last two year. picks right and were those two picks just in the game or on jefferson they were in the game and uh, they were on yeah. jefferson kirk didn't do him any favors on those throws but hey interceptions are well, neither did his offensive line there we had a you know the pass rush definitely won that night and i it's an interesting it's gonna be a, it, this game is gonna come down to scheme Going into it, both coordinators, um, I, I believe the Vikings head coach actually calls their plays. So it'll be really interesting to see how he adjusts. Um, there's certainly a way the Patriots showed how to execute against this defense. I mean, yeah, get the ball I, I out still, in one and a half seconds is how you beat the defense. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's going to be interesting. And like, how is Desai going to adjust to that? Is he going to move the corners up? Is he comfortable doing that now that James Bradbury's out? That's a mm-hmm. whole nother thing. You got to rely on Joshua Job. But, but you know what, though? That might fit Josh Job's play style, man. He's a big physical corner. So maybe, just maybe. This will be his first start in the NFL, correct? Uh, yes, it would be his first start, I believe. Uh, unless he, I, I don't remember if he started any of the games that didn't matter. Uh, but he was a undrafted rookie last year, right? Was he an undrafted rookie last season? I believe and so. And every single game, they needed every single game last year to clinch because Hertz had to come back. So Job did not start, and Bradbury was healthy all year last year. So it's just, um, but he had the he had the the breakup. Well, not the breakup, but he forced like the incompletion to end the Patriots game. Right? That, I count it. I count. count it. I know in your book it. that's a that's a pass breakup in your book. Well, what is it then? Like we get the, the corner. It's the hardest position to it play is. in it's the a freaking NFL, in my opinion. It's a forced. So, it's a forced. Shoot, give it's him a forced incompletion. My my question is: so you got Brian Flores on defense, right? Who likes to bring the heat? He doesn't shy away from blitzing, and the Patriots blitz Jalen Hurts a lot and made him uncomfortable. And the Eagles still have no answer for the blitz. No hot reads. That's still something they struggle with. And when you have uh, Brian Flores dialing up blitzes on the back end, the Eagles are going to have to adjust. And now that you only have Darius Slay really against Justin Jefferson, what happens if Justin Jefferson starts to have his way with Darius Slay? You don't have the luxury this game to okay, switch Bradbury on him, allow Slay to play on Jordan Addison. I'm sure Maddox will be on K.J. Osborne in the slot. But if Justin Jefferson starts to cook – slay a little bit you're not what are you gonna do throw job on him i don't think you do that so we need to hope that darius slay can keep justin jefferson in check i'm perfectly fine with him getting his 60 70 yards he's the best receiver in the league he will soon be the highest paid receiver in the league he is going to get his but if slay starts to get cooked a little bit because he did get beat a few times last week 
it's going to be tough to make some adjustments because I don't know what other corner on this roster you'll be able to put on Justin Jefferson if it gets if it gets hairy. Yeah, I mean, you'd rather have him than not, though. I'm t- like, just hope he hope he stays healthy. Uh, it's it's always been a concern. That's why I've been saying on this podcast now for quite some time. Like one of these off seasons, you know. Or maybe even this season is an opportunity to do so. Like Josh Job, this is right here, right in front of you, man, to go out there. We're we'll talking about throwing to the wolves, like throwing to the fire. Like this is the deepest of deep ends for Josh Job. I if guess he has man, to play any reps CB... on Justin Jefferson. If he has to play, even uh, Jordan Addison's yeah. a tough, a tough matchup. He's a first round rookie. Josh Job is undrafted. It is what it is, man. This is the path that the Howie and the Eagles chose as far as a, addressing the long term. I'm not well, they did a good job of addressing it. But... They didn't expect James Bradbury to catch friendly fire and be knocked out of the game. <laughs> if this if this game was on Sunday, Bradbury would probably be able to to clear protocol well, in time. All off season, we felt relatively good about their depth at corner. No, like we yeah. felt like some of these I didn't guys... expect it to be tested. I didn't expect their depth to be tested week two. <laughs> Although Zach, you know Zach McPherson, I believe isn't he oh, out for the year? All right, all right yeah. You just love saying because it, it's my. This isn't it's my a guy. good uh, game for both of our brands technically because for me there's no Kenny G and there's no. Yep. I'm a big Reed Blankenship by the way. I'm not sure if I made that clear. That? He's won me over. Why is that? Does the, does, a the beast. Skin, does the skin complexion have anything to to do with it? No. <laughs> uh, a little bit. Let me uh <laughs> check. Let me check my uh. I, I put uh, together a math equation on this earlier. A math equation on what? Just I factored in all the reasons why I like. Reed Blankenship made a pros cons list. All right, well, okay. you, was he not you one said of the pro. highest grade safeties? In pro, week one? he's one of the highest grade safeties. Pro, pro number two, he's white. Pro number three, he's doing, doing all the white guys. Hey, there's some hard hitting white safeties in this in this league. Uh, uh, Eric Weddle. Uh, Speaking John of hard hitting safeties, is, this is a Sydney Brown opportunity too. We probably yes. should highlight that. What's the deal there? He's gonna have to start. He's gonna have, or he's definitely gonna have to play. I doubt after last week's performance, when Justin Evans decided that he was going to leave Bradbury by himself, stare down one receiver, and get caught like that touchdown. Uh, that 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 was uh, that was on Bradbury. That's because Justin Evans didn't help him over the middle. Uh, Bradbury was anticipating safety help, did not get it. That is why that happened. But it'll be a, mm. a tough defensive test. As far as well, you know what though, Desai is going to have to play to the strengths of the defense, and that's the defensive line. So I don't care how much we're hurting in the secondary. Move them up, press coverage, whatever Mm -hmm. kind of coverage you want to play. Get them up close to the line, and let this defensive line try and give them a little bit more time to get in there. If you play far back, the offense can just do whatever they want. And Kirk will Kirk will dink and dunk all day. He'll dink and dunk your ass up and down the field. So (laughs) he'll 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 definitely take the yards. Oh yeah, he will. That is that is in front of him. Uh, Speaking of the defensive line, we talked a lot about Jalen Carter. Uh, in the first, uh, in the uh, in the recap pod, with Jordan Davis had himself a game as well. Six tackles, mm-hmm. one tackle for lost, one forced fumble, had a QB hit, and was credited <laughs> with half a sack. Had an eighty-five point three grade per Pro Football Focus. That ranked eighth among all defensive tackles in the NFL. So Carter and Jordan Davis making statements early as kind of that Georgia Bulldog interior. Let's hope we do not see Fletcher Cox in there. For sixty-two percent of the snaps, because <laughs> I don't. What's think up with this rib the... injury going around? Everybody's yeah, got everybody got cracked ribs. ribs. Like what? What the hell is going taking on? Body in my... blows, like yeah. we're Rocky Balboa. Jesus, what was going? on? Everybody's taking body <laughs> shots. Uh, what is going? What is what is going on? I noticed that. Like as well. this Kenny G one came out of nowhere. Like I, I yeah, can't even I... highlight a point in the game when he was hurt. Yeah, I didn't even know he was he was he was hurt. Speaking um, of which, I get the sense you may want to be transitioning to offense soon. Can we talk about that? 
Uh, real quick, one one last point uh, defensively. We talked about, obviously, the receivers and the damage that they can do, but I'm not too terrified of their running game. It's just Alexander Madison back there. No more Dalvin Cook. And the, the defense did hold Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott to uh, 19 carries for just 54 yards. A lot of that was designed by game script because they got down early 16-0. They had to start to throw the ball to play catch-up, and then they were only down by two um, at halftime. But by that point, you know, it was pretty established what the game plan was going to be. So I'm confident that they'll be able to uh, limit Alexander Madison. He's not a, a he's not a feature back by any means. He's just who the Vikings are running with at the time. But I am confident that they'll at least be able to nullify that. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, you know, they can once it gets into all, you know, um, expected passing downs where, you know, he's going to throw it. Hopefully, Sean Desai can dial up they're some gonna stuff. Pa- the Vikings are going to come. They're, well, they're going to be a ball. heavy pass we can game, bank, man. I'm telling you. We can bank on Kirk Cousins, especially if the Eagles get a lead. We can bank on Kirk Cousins to make one or two mistakes as well. He's, he's known. He, he had two fumbles last week. He had an interception, so he definitely is, is going to turn the ball over at some point. It'll be up to the Eagles to capitalize on that because last week the Patriots held Jalen Hurts to just 5.2 yards per attempt. They had three sacks, and the Eagles' offense only had 4.2 yards per play. That was less than every single game they had last year. So not good metrics to uh, to start the year. Uh, go ahead. There's there's your transition to offense. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, this kind of ties into a conversation we had off air, but I just think, um, I mean, I don't want to preach about it anymore or vent is probably the right word, but the fact that Kenny G had 14 touches, 14 mm-hmm. carries. He's been harping on that back. all week, yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it took him getting hurt for us to be like, oh, wow. So first of all, Rashad Penny's active as he should have been active in week one. And mm-hmm. well, DeAndre especially Especially star. inclement weather. Still, ba- still baffled by it, honestly. So there's that. We're going to see now, you know, let's see how much different they look. And maybe, the, maybe this will be a sign for the coaching staff, even though they may feel... Uh, not as confident or worried that these two newcomers don't maybe know the scheme or is, is comfortable with, with the playbook. If they, if those two can go out and execute tomorrow night, pretty good sign moving forward. I'm not sure how much longer Kenny G is going to be out or whatever. That's an entirely another thing, but we're just talking about this game. Uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Cause now we know for sure. We're gonna get a heavy dose, at, at least of DeAndre Swift. You know, mm-hmm. at, at least of DeAndre Swift, because I do want to see him. It just seems crazy that we have to say that. It's like, oh wow, we get to see how DeAndre Swift does as the lead back for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's just which we thought was going DeAndre to be Swift. the case coming out of coming out of camp. The Vikings limited Tampa Bay last week to just two point two yards per carry, and their longest run of the day, the Buccaneers, was just six yards. But again, they only have a job White. I don't even know who their backups are in Tampa Bay, but uh, not not again, not stellar runners. Uh, over there in Tampa Bay. DeAndre Swift is elusive, one of the better backs in the league in open space. You expect Penny to be active for this one and kind of wear down Minnesota's defense. Their defensive um, you know, personnel isn't all that great. They have Eric Wilson, not Eric Wilson, Jesus, not the, not that nightmare. They have uh, Jordan Hicks at, at linebacker. They have a six-round rookie, I think, playing playing at the other linebacker. And uh, it's 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 uh, the Eagles should be able to at least run the ball. You know, if this is going to be another light Jalen Hurts game, which I don't anticipate, uh, but I think the, having the combination of Swift and Rashad Penny is going to be able to benefit them, especially if they can build a lead early. Yeah, definitely. Swift obviously in the run and pass game, Penny in the run game. Um, but yeah, you just touched on it. I'd imagine it's probably going to be a balanced. Uh, 
I mean, that's just how the Eagles are this entire Sirianni era. It's been a balanced attack, rushing and passing the ball. But I think the whole know, first this... half last week, I think they had 15 rushing plays and 15 passing plays in the first half last week. There you have it. A 50-50 <laughs> split in the year 2023, is, I think, is what we're in now. I kind of lose track league. of that for some reason. In a pass-happy league where Andy Reid would have you 90-10. <laughs> Throwing well, you that can't... bitch. You can't look too much into that with this team just because they're so efficient at doing both. But for me, like you have to consider it's all matchup. It's all matchup. Uh, and this Vikings team, their secondary just isn't that good. They're young Not and experienced. Uh, shout out to Andrew Booth on the other team. I was a big fan of him coming out of, is it Clemson? Oh, yeah. I say? Clemson, yeah, okay. Yo, I, was, I loved Andrew Booth. Is he even playing? Yeah. He's not, is, he's not playing this week, is he? He's not playing? Well, he's not the starter anyway. It's Byron Murphy. Their top corner is Byron Murphy. They He signed a two-year, $17.5 million contract. And I think their number two guy is like last year's fourth-round pick. I, 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 his name is like a Caleb Evans, I think. A Caleb Evans. The hell? Why isn't Andrew Booth playing? Um, I'll look up the depth chart, but uh, but uh, well, I, was anyway. a, I was a big uh, Andrew Booth fan in college. I did a lot of film breakdowns on him. I, I broke him down to, to, to a mm-hmm. T. So I'm definitely an Andrew Booth fan. I definitely don't think he's starting. I think it's Evans and, and Byron Murphy as the starters. And I think their nickel is uh, Josh Matilis, who's like technically like a box safety kind of deal. Uh, but yeah, not great corners, well, to your point. Not a great secondary. <laughs> with that in mind, perfect opportunity for this Eagles team to really clean up. Uh, a very poor, I would say, is the right word. Very poor uh lackluster passing game from week one this is a perfect opportunity to bounce back get get the guys confident get the ball to your playmakers um besides just the two guys i believe aj brown and Devonte smith both had 10 targets each in week one mm-hmm. dallas goddard only had one so get your three playmakers the ball uh maybe some down the field stuff for me i know whatever, everybody loves the whatever. long ball Whatever Dallas Goddard's line is, yardage, just take the over. I don't know if it's 45, 48. It was 45 and a half last I saw it. I don't know if it's moved. But whatever it is, take the over because he's hitting it in the first half in this game. <laughs> I like Devontae Smith if we're talking betting. I like Devontae Smith over five and a half receptions, which mm. he said at. That's a prop, mm-hmm. which I will be inclu- which will be included in our in the Liberty Lions official betting preview for this game, which I wrote. Proud it's of still that, in the drafts, you? by the way, Drew. I'm proud of that. I'm going to publish it. I'm going to publish it at the end of this. Uh, To your point, Andrew Booth is the backup outside corner. Uh, So that's where he is on the depth chart. I just Mm. looked it up. Just play him. Give him experience. But anyway, yeah, this is a huge opportunity. Uh, Something I wanted to touch on really quickly with you. I feel like um, Hertz, I think Hertz needs to make the intermediate game. Mm -hmm. Like he needs to fall back in love with that. I actually think that's when he's at his best. Everybody's like, and he's, I mean, last season he was one of the best. I think he might have been the best statistical thrower of the deep ball. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't think that's an area that's just going to like regress. But I think like the intermediate area, after you struggled so much in week one, I feel like, man, that intermediate area where you can just really do damage, especially with the three playmakers you have, that's what Goddard, Brown, Smith, that's where they all eat, really. Those exactly. those three guys those are, are your unstoppable. top three priorities. And why Goddard didn't even get like a screen last week. Like at least give him a, like those Goddard screens were so effective last year. He didn't even get one of those. Like, what are we what are we doing here? Yeah, I, I mean you're touching on the short game. I mean, Swift could potentially do some damage there. It, it just all depends. But like this offensive line should hold up just fine against this Vikings defensive line, in my opinion. They and better. They better. 
they better. And there is damn it. Like, this is the game, man. You're at home opener. Crowds are going to be rocking. Like, just go out there and do your thing. It's all set up for the pat. Like, I know it's a short week and we talked about there's a lot that needs cleaned up. But the stuff that, if we're being honest, the stuff that really needed cleaned up are all things that they did well last season. It's not like it's some, it's not like we're just like pulling stuff out of out of our ass and saying like maybe they can improve upon that this season. No, it's all stuff that they've done before. Yeah, I don't care is... who the coordinator is. No, I don't care. Like that doesn't matter to me. That's what I'm saying. Like Brian Johnson isn't like a far cry away from from Shane Steichen. Like they he all game the plan together. Last That's what I'm saying. They all game plan together. Brian Johnson had a hand in the game plan, and it's not like it's. It, it doesn't make sense that it shouldn't be this much of a difference. They played conservative last week. Jalen Hurts almost looked like 2021 Jalen Hurts. He looked unsure of himself. He was uncertain yep. about a lot of things. I'm chalking it up to rust and not playing in preseason. I'm expecting a much different game uh, tomorrow night. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New England did a lot though on defense. Like their pass rush, they sent a yeah. few extra blitzers from time yeah. to time. That's what I'm saying. They did a the lot. Eagles never ever, and even even going back to last year, they they struggled against the blitz. They never like do any hot reads or anything. They just like eat the blitz and, and they just hope just, and they just hope Hurts bails them out, which he does half the time. But they hope Hurts. But his he doesn't legs. need to hit the home run ball. I felt like he he started. I don't even know. It, it was giving me bad vibes. I'm not even gonna name the player, but I just didn't really like what I saw. I felt like he was trying to hit the home run ball too much instead of just playing the elite quarterback. And position hurts. that he did last year and t- hit the open guy man just do it and hurts isn't the greatest like scramble thrower in the world like i don't want to see him in situations where he's forced to scramble when he yeah he's honestly better when he's just holding up strong in the pocket and just mm-hmm. keeping you know and he's scrambling the, he's running he's running for the first down more often than not i'd rather not see him try to scramble he makes some good throws on the run but he's not like that's not his strong suit uh uh by any means uh the other vikings linebacker is a 510 rookie by the name of ivan pace drafted in the sixth round so the Eagles should be able to do some damage, especially with Goddard on that on that linebacker. It's like I said, if Goddard doesn't have five catches in the first half, I don't know what is uh, what is going on there. The uh, the Vikings also had one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL last year. They allowed they allowed over forty five hundred passing yards. They allowed seven point three yards per attempt. They allowed two hundred and twenty four passing first downs, and they allowed a completion percentage of sixty six point one those are all in the bottom third of the league all past Mm. 24th in the league so that is very very terrible and i don't think that they fixed that issue overnight so that is also uh very interesting another interesting stat here uh steven jalen hurts is 18 and 1 in his last 19 regular season starts he can become the sixth qb in the super bowl era essentially in nfl history to go 19 and 1 or better in a 20 start span the other names patrick mahomes 
Peyton Manning, who did it three times, Tom Brady, who did it twice, Joe Montana, and Jim McMahon. So I pray to God they win this game and I can continue to push the Hurts agenda that he is doing things that other players can't. But for him to be able to, to get to that win, he's definitely going to have to be better than he just played last week. And he wasn't terrible last week by any means. Um, Did throw any picks. You know, he, he's, he completed 66% of his passes. But he didn't look like the Jalen Hurts that we come to know last season. And I'm, again, I'm chalking that up to Rust. No preseason, hasn't played in seven months. It is what it is. But 5.2 yards per attempt, 4.2 yards per play is not the explosive offense we've mm. come to know, Steven. I expect a lot of that. I was just going to say, that was now. another thing that was just in general, the offense just Everything was a struggle. Explosion, man. Everything and again, was a it struggle. doesn't have to be the deep ball. Like explosive plays counts for everything, man, even in the run game. And that's why you can't, you can't hand the ball off to Kenny G 14 times in a football game when you have a healthy DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny on the roster. Like those two, by the way, will make up for that if you give them the football behind this offensive like, line. It just looked like everything was a struggle. Everything was a struggle. They're, they're, they couldn't move the ball. They were in a lot of third and long situations where they couldn't get off the field. Four straight three and outs. Like that is not that is not ideal at all. You know what else contributed to that? Jordan Mailata and Lane Johnson allowed a combined 10 pressures last hmm. week. That is not that's certainly not par for the course for Lane Johnson. Jordan Mailata has been struggling for a little bit now, dating back to last year. Hope he figures it out because he is, you know, your franchise left tackle that should be able to figure it out. But you definitely expect Lane to be a little better than that. Jalen Hurts is pressured more often than we're used to seeing last week. I think all of these kinks get ironed out uh, uh, tomorrow night and we move to 2-0 because if it's another if it's another lackluster performance, we're going to start – they're going to start asking questions, especially with a long break. They're going to be like, what is – what is ESPN's already like? Do should we be concerned about the Eagles? Mm. Especially with uh, the way the forty, talk. especially let with the talk. way the forty nine ers looked. So, so I'm ready to lay all these all these questions to rest already. I wouldn't. I don't want to look like the heavyweight. I wouldn't even want to look like the heavyweight champs early on in the season. Anyway, didn't Just enjoy that all games, off season. Stay being the head dog all off season. They're the Super Bowl favorites. You didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It feels good, definitely. But um, you know. It's probably probably good for the team. Obviously, I don't think this team really needs any motivation. Um, oh no, you know that's that's well. another thing. That's another thing. J- Jalen Hurts has definitely been like probably Jalen Hurts has been stewing on on that game. I'm sure. I think he wants to come out tomorrow and and show the team like I'm still Jalen freaking Hurts. Like, don't get it twisted. Yeah, I, I'm sure 100. And I mean, you mentioned Lane Johnson. There's a lot of guys in this team you could probably say that about. I mean, even even like yeah, like Jordan Mailata is a good example too. Um, this kind of ties into, I feel like we discussed this briefly on the last pod, but I don't know, man, part of me wonders like if teams, and it's not just the Eagles, it's the NFL as a whole. Um, the conversation's been brewing, you know, maybe should starters at least play a little bit more in preseason, you know? And it's just like, I don't know. It's definitely, you see all the injuries that uh, happen and you're like, "Eh, it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 hard it's, to say. It's a man. double-edged it's, sword. It's definitely it's definitely a double-edged sword. The way the way you look at it. That's why when we want to get so a team weird. like the Steelers who who played their starters like Kenny Pickett and and everybody's like, oh my gosh, put all your stock into the Steelers this year, and they just get completely dog walked by the Niners. Which is, I don't want to say, um, I don't want to say like it was a surprise or it wasn't a surprise, but like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, Let's go. It's the Niners. They were just in the NFC Championship game. The Steelers. I never they bought. I never bought into the Steelers hype uh, uh, to begin with. I'll, I'll nail one more. I'll, I will hammer one more point home. Uh, but before we get off of this, T.J. Hawkinson. 
I know we talked about at the beginning of the at the, at the show, but Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki combined for eight catches and 92 yards and mm. a touchdown on nine targets. They caught eight of nine targets when they targeted the tight ends. Justin Evans, Zach Cunningham, this is this is going to be a long day for TJ Hawkins if they don't figure out a way to contain to contain him. And I don't I don't know how they're going to do it. You mean a long because, day for this defense? Or, or yeah, sorry, long day for the defense. I don't know how they're going to do it. They don't have the personnel to do it. It's not like you know you're missing the Kobe for four weeks, and even when you had him, it wasn't that great. So I don't I I they got to find a way. They got to find a way. I don't know how you do it, but this might be a hundred yard game for Hawkman. <laughs> play to the strength of the defense, like I said, dude. I'm telling you, this this is a good test. It's a good test. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. I'll find out if, if Kirk Cousins goes to 8 and 11 on prime time. All those pass, all those uh, pass rushes, you know, in week one, man, like they replicate it. Can they, can they, can they finally get the sack this time around? You know, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it certainly will be. Two guys I know are going to show up Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, two guys that had a very good week one debut. We expect them to continue their dominance against a, uh, a banged up Minnesota offensive line. Uh, any final points, Stephen, you want to make before we wanted to make sure we got up here and previewed uh, this game? Any other points, notes you have uh, written down, prop bets that you like, anything of the sort? Um, hmm. So you said the, uh, the spread moved to six and a half? It's down to six now. It's all the way down to six. Oh, down to six. Mm-hmm. Are, we all, are we already on the score predictions? Is that where we're getting Yep, here? final scores, man. You want mine first? You want mine first? I got, uh, I got, I got thirty-one seventeen Eagles. I think they win by two scores. I think they do. I think Minnesota does score damn. a couple of times. They definitely score a couple of times. But listen, no Dalvin Cook. It's just Alexander Madison. If you throw all game, it's going to be expected. They're definitely going to score a couple of times. But I think the Eagles get their offense together. AJ Brown, Devontae Goddard, just too good, too good not to not to be able to outscore Minnesota. And I think like there's a reason the spread is what it is. If Vegas is expecting. The Eagles to 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 get by on a, on one score, I'm not going to be the one to argue that. I think they get it done. <laughs> Same. I'm not going to argue it. That's why I'm going. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going uh, a little bit closer of a score. I'm going Eagles 31, Vikings 24. All right, I'll take it. I'll take but, it. It but still covers. It's a seven point still win. Covers. Yes. I just think it could potentially be a situation maybe they're up 10 and Minnesota scores like one of those you know stupid touchdowns towards the end brings it a little bit closer or hey, even a field goal hey, I'm not sure good teams win great teams cover that's what that's, that's, that's I just the saying. don't see this a lot of people just I feel like we've blown the Minnesota Vikings out too many times it's got to be a little bit of a closer game right uh yeah like that's why I have it two scores I don't think it was a blowout what was last year 24 to 3 was it 24-7? 24-7. But it felt like way higher than that because we really took our foot off the gas in yeah, the second 24, half. So 24-7. All right. Well, yeah. So, yeah I've been wrong is, before, though. Is what it is. We getting another Quez deep shot this game. That's what we got in the game last last year. Are we getting that again, Quez? Zacchaeus only played seven why, snaps. I don't even know why we go 11-man personnel sometimes. Sometimes I feel like, I, <laughs> I don't know. No, seriously, man. It's just like he seems useless out there. Oh, Sometimes I feel like just bring another tight end in, or get, I don't know. Albert O. It's almost Albert O. Time. Is that mm. what she was? That what she want? That's what you want for the for the Eagles? Another tight end? You want to see some stall? Gakatera? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Quez Watkins two catches, 17 yards last week. So there you go. There you go. All right, 31-17. Myself, you have uh, 31-24. 31-24. All right, we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. Thank you guys for tuning into this. 
episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by TheLibertyLine.com. I'm once again your host, Victor Williams. Follow me anywhere on social media at the Philly Pod. Do the same for Steven at Stephen Conrad Jr. Read his written content, also available at TheLibertyLine.com. Check out the Liberty Line YouTube channel where you can see the visual version of this if you're listening in the audio realm. If you continue to listen to us through uh, podcast platforms, appreciate you guys all the same. We will catch you uh, Thursday night, Friday morning, depending what the situation is, on a recap, hopefully celebrating another Eagles victory as they look to move to 2-0 and before this mini-bye week here as they go ahead and travel to Tampa Bay for week three on Monday Night Football. We will catch you guys then. Until the next one, peace out from the Philly Pod. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.